Hello everyone, welcome to MMA Midnight. I'm your host, Sean Uretzi, and this is our post-fight special for UFC 221 in Perth, Australia. The main event was Yoel Romero versus Luke Rockhold. There was a lot of other exciting fights on the card, and we'll get to those after, but I want to start off with the main event first. Um, this was uh, an awesome fight. Um, if you didn't see what happened or hear what happened yet, Yoel Romero won by knockout. It was sick. He threw an overhand left that landed and just rocked Luke Rockhold. He was like pretty much like out against the cage, like uh, like like falling down like against the cage, and uh, Yoel just hit him with a huge uppercut that just knocked him out completely cold. It was it was a crazy finish. It was a brutal knockout. Um, yeah, it, it was nuts. It was a good fight. Um, I know Yoel missed weight wait um on friday so we didn't get the interim belt but dana said after the fight that he's gonna get that shot at whitaker so it's pretty much the same thing he's still the number one contender he's still gonna get a shot at the real belt against whitaker so that's that's how that's turning out um luke rockhold this is a um, another knockout loss for him um it didn't look like you know he, he was really out of it um <laughs> Yoel Romero pretty much just like ran up to him and started kissing him and Luke Rockle didn't even know where he was like he just just woke up and Romero like said some stuff to him I don't know I think he was just like uh you know telling him you know wished him a good fight or whatever it was or told him to find Jesus whatever he told him you know and you know I think he was it seemed very pleasant and, and sincere you know, he kissed him, <laughs> kissed him, and Rockhold was just out of it. We know Luke Rockhold's a, pretty much a sore loser. Uh, like, when he lost to, like, Vitor Belfort in, um, uh, uh, what was it, um, Vitor, Michael Bisbing. Uh, yeah, he doesn't handle those, uh, those losses very well. He, he kind of seems a little, like, bitter and resentful afterwards. So, that, that's probably going to be the case with this. Um... I don't know what he, what fights next for him. I'm sure they're going to still give him, like, a top guy. Um, but I have to think, if he loses again, especially by knockout, um, the UFC is probably going to consider, you know, whether or not it's worth keeping him, his price. You know, he's definitely not a fan favorite. He does have fans, but your, your average fan kind of, you know, doesn't like his personality that comes off to the public like i don't know him personally but as a fan he kind of comes off as a bit of a jerk so um i I don't know and if he does you know i'm sure he he'll always have a job at bellator you know he's buddy buddy with scott coker you know i'm sure you give him fights over there there's plenty of good middleweights in uh 205ers over there at bellator he could fight like you know musasi i i wanted to see that fight yeah, that uh, that Yoel knockout was awesome. Um, yeah, he's gonna be fighting Whitaker next, and we'll we'll see what's next for Luke Rockhold. Um, in the co-main event, we had Curtis Blades. Uh, he he defeated Mark Hunt by unanimous decision. Uh, but Mark Hunt, he rocked Curtis Blades. He hit him with a like some huge punches, and Curtis Blades was out on his feet. He was stumbling around. You know, he he was you know it was very close to being finished. Like if Mark Hunt landed like one more clean shot, the fight would have been over. Like, but uh, Curtis Blades, he fought tough. He fought he fought really well. He you know he did what he had to. It wasn't necessarily exciting. Um, he you know he pretty much wrestled Mark Hunt the entire fight. Um, I'm, like, I'm a long-time Mark Hunt fan. As you can tell, I got my, my K1 Grand Prix PlayStation 2 game here. With It's got Mark Hunt on the cover. 
that's how, how long Mark Hunt's been the man for. You know, this this game's from 2003. And uh, Mark Hunt was the man back then in K1, you know, with knockouts. You know, he was also known as having a crazy chin back then as well, too. So, um, yeah, that, that just shows that he's still at, like, the top level you know, after all these years. And that's intense. You know, you got to, you know, you got to give him props for that. Um, but Curtis Blades, he got the win. He did what he had to. So he's he's going to probably get another or a higher ranked opponent, work his way up the ladder. Um, Hunt, you know, we we know he's had his disputes with the UFC, so I'm not sure where he's going to go from here, if they're going to give him another fight. I'm not sure what his con contract situation is at the moment. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, we also had Taiyatu Avasa. He TKO'd Cyril Asker. He was just pummeling him. Like, he hit him with some big shots. And Ty, um, Cyril Asker was just, like, another fighter that was pretty much just, like, you know, he's, he was just kind of, like, he was just so too tough for his own good. He wouldn't go down. He was just sitting there eating shots over and over again. You know, I was kind of hoping the referee stepped in a little sooner to save him. Because, yeah, by the time he stepped in, he pretty much, he ate, like, a few big shots. He ate some elbows, punches. And, like, Ty Tuivasa pretty much just, like, threw him to the ground. And um, Cyril Asker just face-planted. Like, he was, like, he was just out on his feet. So when he got thrown aside... Yeah, it was just like he face planted on the ground, and that's when the referee stepped in. Yeah, that was that was a crazy finish. Um, in the fight before that, we had uh, Jake Matthews. He won a decision over um, Jingling Lee. Um, this was a pretty straightforward win for Jake Matthews. I want to say he he was very classy um, in his win. Um, Jing Liang, um, he, he was like, he like gouged, uh, Jake Matthews' eyes. Um, it seemed pretty intentional, you know, like, no one wants to see that. Like, that, it was, it was gruesome. You know, we, everyone wants to be good sportsmen. You know, I don't know what's going on in his head at the moment. You know, I don't want to say he's like a dirty fighter, but it came off that way. When you see it, it looks nasty and like, what else could he be thinking? You know, he was in a guillotine choke. You know, he was probably just doing whatever he could to get out, and but it was it was it was nasty. The referee should have stepped in. He could have maybe even called the fight, disqualified him. You know, he didn't even take a point away or or, or anything. You know, he he should have at least taken a point away. He didn't even do that. He didn't. You know, he like I said, he could have probably even disqualified him because he was in a submission. He used it to get out of the submission, and it was nasty. You could permanently damage someone's eye with that. Um, props to Jake Matthews for, for uh, keeping a cool head. He was very classy afterwards, and, like, he didn't hold a grudge or anything. And, you know, that was that was good, very um, – she shows some really good sportsmanship in that. So I wanted to mention that. Um, in the next fight we had, uh, it was – the fight before, it was Tyson Pedro uh, versus Saperbeck Safarov. <clears throat> yeah, Tyson uh, Tyson Pedro, he got a sick Kimura on um, – Saperbeck Safarov, it was um, it was, it was really good. Like he, he rolled him over, like it was great positioning, great technique, and it seemed like he had locked it up tight, like quick, and um, yeah, that was really good. Like <laughs> yeah, like like people on social media would be like, yeah, that looked like it hurt. Yeah, it definitely does when like you get like a Kimura, someone gets a Kimura on you like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're gonna be feeling that. Um. So that was a good win for him, Tyson Pedro with the Kimura. 
Um, also on the card, it was Israel um, Adesana. He, he faced off against Rob Wilkinson. Uh, he ended up beating him by TKO with strikes. Israel Adesana, like I said in the preview show, this dude's awesome. Like his, his striking, his movement, like this dude's intense, like his highlight reel. If you haven't seen his kickboxing matches, they're awesome. His MMA fights. Um, and yeah, he did really well. I think this was a good fight. We got to see him, you know, get tested with like his takedown defense a bit, getting clinched up against the cage, you know, what he would do there. And, you know, it wasn't like the, the craziest performance he's ever had, but it was very well. I, I, it was a very well, um, uh, like executed performance because we got to see, you know, like I said, his takedown defense, it, it showed us that he is ready for like the next step. And um, don't worry about his his crazy striking. Like it, it, it's his his striking's on another level. And now that we got to see like him get through like this um this like the what he's gonna face the UFC like guys again try to hold you against the cage and stuff like that. You know we know how he's gonna react with that. And um, I'm really excited to see what he's gonna do in his next fight. You know his striking if they're gonna put him up against another striker or whatever the case is. I can't wait to see that next. Um, and another fight to, um, worth mentioning there was Alexander Volkanovsky versus uh, Jeremy Kennedy. Um, he Alexander Volkanovsky ended up winning by TKO with ground and pound. It was, it was some sick ground and pound. He landed some vicious body shots. Uh, Jimmy Smith even said on the broadcast, like, "Wow, those are loud," you know, like because they were really loud body shots. You could tell, like it, they were they hurt. They were they hurt. So um, good performance by Alexander Volkanovsky. Also on the prelims, there was Josie Formiga uh, versus Ben Wynn. Um, Josie Formiga ended up winning by rear naked choke. He ended up catching uh, Ben Wynn with a sick uh, spinning back fist that dropped him. It looked like he was almost out. And then um, Josie, instead of throwing more um, like punches or anything, he just jumped. You know, he just took the back, synced in the choke, and he ended up choking Ben Wynn out completely cold. Um, it only took a few seconds. It was a really tight choke. Ben Wynn was rocked after that spinning back fist. So, yeah, that was an exciting uh, exciting finish. And um, another fight on the prelims was Ross Pearson. He beat Mizuto Hirota by decision. Um, I, didn't, I didn't agree with the decision. I thought Mizuto Hirota uh, won that fight. Uh, I think he did enough. I, I think he, he landed um, the better strikes. Um, but there was, there was um, a lot of... Um, I guess you could say with with the scores of the judges' scorecards, there was a lot of um, weird um, scoring on that night uh, with the Aussie judges. But um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that I thought Mizuto Hirota. It wasn't the, like the most exciting fight, but I think he did enough to win that fight. Um, overall, UFC 221 was a good night. Like that main card, there was a lot. The the Yoel Romero knockout of Luke Rockhold. The uh, Tai Tuvasa uh, finish over uh, Cyril Asker, um, Tyson Pedro with the Kimura. Um, there was a lot, lot of it. And on the prelims, like Israel Adesana, Alexander Volkanovsky, Juicy A Formiga, there was a lot of action there as well. Um, it was a good night of fights. Um, I had a lot of fun watching it, and I can't wait to see what's next for the winners and losers on this, uh, from this card. Thank you guys for joining me for the UFC 221 post-fight special. Stay tuned later this week for another episode of MMA at Midnight, and we'll see you next time. Bye.